Yo, today's QOD is if a person doesn't truly value wealth building, it's not going to occur. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock all the way to episode number 556 and our featured speaker, Dr. John Demartini. As you may know, Dr. Demartini was like my gateway drug into money mindset. This is one of the most critical things I had ever learned in my life up to that point. It's all about values. If you don't value building wealth, you are simply not going to have wealth. Why? Because it's just not that important to you. And when something's not that important, other things are going to become more of a priority. And you can try to get your money right. You can try for a week, two weeks, three weeks. But at some point, those things that you push back are going to move their way back to the forefront because they're simply more important. I highly recommend you read Dr. Demartini's book, The Values Factor. I highly recommend that you, I didn't even tell you this the other day, I'm tripping. Money Mind Academy enrollment is open right now. It's like in the show notes, but I, I didn't say it the last two days. Money Mind Academy enrollment is open right now through Monday. Sign up. We're going to get your values aligned with your goals. We're going to work on all of your unconscious money fears and conflicts. We're going to change your whole entire life when it comes to money so you can earn, save, and invest all the money that you certainly deserve. You can learn more about that at Money Mind Academy. Me.com. Here's Dr. Demartini. Now I'm going to start by asking you a question. How many of you would love to have financial independence where you have so much money that that's not a concern? Raise your hand if you'd like to have that. Okay. I asked that question in about 60 countries. And invariably, I have people put their hands up. And then I ask people, and it's, it's about 99 to 100% of the population says I'd like to have financial independence. It's probably um, a universal desire to not be stressed by the economics. I ask people that, and then I ask this question, how many of you have financial independence? We got one, two, three, maybe four. That means you have more money at the end of your life than life at the end of your money. Oh, you're you're working on it. Okay. In the process. Okay, so in the process. Okay, so you have. Are you in the process, or you already have it? You say you have it. Okay. So if you never worked another day in your life, your passive investment income is equal to no. So how many actually have it? They say that approximately 1% of the population obtain it. They're called the one percenters. Now, the reason I ask that is to make one point. That the majority of people believe they want something. 
but then they don't demonstrate in their life's actions the reality that that's true. So 99% of the population live in a fantasy that they're somehow, in some way, going to be financially independent. And yet, their actions do not lead them there. So why is there such a discrepancy between the people who say they want it, which is 99 to 100%, and yet only 1% obtain it? I'd like to discuss that. Because that's not but one area that people say they want to accomplish things and then don't obtain it. There's a whole lot of areas, in fact, seven areas of our life, our spiritual quest, our mind development, our financial, our career, our family, our social, and our physical health and well-being. All of us have ambitions and goals that we say we want in each of those areas, but we never get around to doing them. How many would like to have that perfect body? <laughs> so there goes another 99%. How many have the perfect body? <laughs> Who had their hand up? Come out here and show it, baby. Come strut your stuff. All right. So would you agree that a small percentage actually live and fulfill what they say they want? I have been fascinated by what I call the ambitions that people have, but then yet they don't follow through on it. And I've always wanted to know, what is it that makes those distinctions? Why is it that some people do it, the small one percenters, and the rest of the people kind of fantasize about it and don't do it? Can I discuss that tonight? Because I think that's pertinent. The majority of people who say they want financial independence, if you gave them $10 million, which would be about 70 million rand, yes? If I gave you 70 million rand, the majority of people would spend it on depreciable consumables. They'd go buy a house that would depreciate value. They'd go buy a car, they'd buy a trip, they'd go and get clothes, they'd get nice furniture. They'd buy things that depreciate value. People who are the one percenters would immediately think of how they could turn that 10 million into 20 million. They buy things that appreciate value because they value growing wealth. Approximately 1% of the population truly value wealth. Now, I've interviewed people who are extremely wealthy into the billions. And I've interviewed people that live in townships that have very little, if anything. And there's a distinct difference in what their priorities are and their values and what they value. When I mean by values, I don't mean just morals and ethic kind of values, but what we value most in our life. Because most people aren't aware of what their life is demonstrating. They've injected the social and idealisms and friends of value systems into their life and are fantasizing they're going to live according to them when in actuality their own values don't lead them there. Are you with me on that, that distinction? If a person doesn't truly value wealth building, it's not going to occur. The people who are billionaires or 100 million and up, and I'm thinking in dollars, but it could be more and, and multiply it times seven, I guess. They have a unique set of values and they truly value wealth building. They study it, they learn about it. Would you agree when you find something attractive, you want to study it, you want to learn about it? Yes? Would you agree if you're single or married, acting single, when you see somebody that you're attracted to, you want to get to know them? Yes? 
When you really, really want to know something, you study it, you want to learn about it. The average person does not study wealth building. 1% of the population has a library on wealth building of 100 books or more. The majority of people don't take the time to do it. So it's a fantasy. Now, is any time you set a fantasy and any time you set a goal that is not congruent and aligned with your highest, true, higher values, you end up with anger towards yourself, aggression towards yourself, you blame yourself, you feel like you betrayed yourself, you criticize yourself, you challenge yourself, you feel despaired, despondent, and depressed. The A, B, C, Ds of negativity are a byproduct of expecting yourself to do something that's not truly valuable to you. And most people subordinate to outer influences, put other people on pedestals that they fantasize living the life of. We know that because a lot of people love watching celebrities' lives or reading gossip columns and reading about other people's lives, and they live vicariously this way and kind of live in a fantasy, oh, I wish I had that life, but they don't have the values that will lead them there. What's interesting, the very people that they fantasize about, I've had the opportunity to meet most of them, and in the process of meeting them, they don't have the life they th that people think. Does that make sense? So what they've done is they've minimized themselves, exaggerate others, injected the values of others into their life, fantasize those lives. They don't match their real values. They end up not living that. They beat themselves up. They have the ABCDs of negativity, and they're wondering what's wrong with them, when in fact there's nothing wrong with them. They're just expecting themselves to live outside their values. And they're living in fantasies. And fantasies breed nightmares. Your life becomes a nightmare when you compare it to a fantasy. Just like if you're married and you have this fantasy person or this fantasy magazine that you look at somebody, you don't always appreciate what you got. You don't appreciate your own life as long as you compare it to a fantasy. So it's important the people who achieve the most are the people who identify what's truly valuable to them and set goals that are congruent and aligned with that because then they increase the probability of actually achieving. Whenever you set a goal that is congruent and aligned with what's truly important to you, truly important to you, what your life really demonstrates, where you were really disciplined, where you do not require any outside motivation, when you are setting goals that are like that, you achieve them. You walk your talk. You awaken a natural born leader inside you. You're not limping your life and setting up fantasies and then having nightmares of experiences. So in order to live an amazing life, you first have to identify what's truly valuable to you because that's the definition of the amazing life, what you really value. Not what somebody else does, but what you really value. That was Dr. John Demartini. His website is drdemartini.com. You can watch this entire talk on YouTube. It is called John Demartini Public Talk, Creating Amazing Life. Hey, once again, Money Mind Academy enrollment is open now through Monday. You can learn more about my amazing course that's going to completely change your relationship with money at moneymindacademy.com. Also, if you missed this week's free class, free money class, you can go to moneyclassreplay.com. Com. Sign up for that. You can watch it. You'll have until Monday to watch it and then it goes away. And so check that out real soon. I'm out of here. I will see you tomorrow with Mr. Brian Tracy. I'll see you then. Peace.